The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. Well, we're going to spend the next five hours talking about the Steelers' new offensive line coach because apparently that is the biggest news of the day. Uh, it's the offseason. <laughs> I all of a sudden we're offensive line coach experts. I saw somebody tweet earlier. I forget who it was, but he said, you know, all all these people that are complaining about this guy, you know, wanted to hire somebody from outside the organization. They're all complaining about this guy. Can't name five offensive line coaches in the entire NFL, but somehow they're an expert enough to know that this one's no good. And I thought that was interesting. Right. right. Yeah. We don't yeah. know. We don't. Yeah. We're not an offensive line coach experts. And no. you know, it's, it's the, the funny thing about coaching at any level is you're, you're only as smart as the, the players you're coaching. Right. Yep. That's it. Only as good as what which you're means, surrounded which by. Which means the Steelers are screwed. Yeah. Let's just say, let's just say the coach of the Rams got a lot dumber when obj got hurt right yeah he he lost he instantly lost lots of iq points apparently (laughs) um yeah let's start with the super bowl mixed up i mean he's been he's been credited with some some real successes and then you know credited with some struggles but i mean i feel like that's every coach you know what i mean i I think that's yeah i mean i think you could say that about any coach they'll either you know help or hurt or do not or or not have any effect on any coach um to me the only obvious coaching failure is actually this the previous Steelers offensive line coach when the dude says I want to leave in the middle of a season when you're Mm -hmm. fighting for the playoffs and you say you know what go 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 it's like to me that was a major failure and like like, that guy did not work at all so yeah (laughs) anything above that is 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 a help so um yeah but yeah let's let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit um Wow, the Bengals almost pulled that off, and that would have made me re- I believe it. I was like, I know that the big thing was uh, so your your dog's a uh, your dog your dog's a, a Bengals fan. My dog has been like horrible for two days. Stop. <laughs> um, I I got like I didn't care who won really. Like I'm actually. Mm. I was like, I'm not, not not happy for the Bengals, but it's like you know, it's really cool that when a team has been so horrible for so long. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, get success. I, th- I think I thought that was really cool, but then this sense of dread hit me during the game. It's like, Oh my God, if the Bengals win, that would be really bad. Yeah. Like that's yeah. major bragging rights to say, Hey, we're super bowl champs. That's, mm-hmm. that's just, there's no, there's no good way around that. But yeah. Now that they lost. Now that they lost, that's a good thing. Because it is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't it. looking forward to the potential of the Bengals, of us having to hear, uh, as Steelers fans, I wasn't looking right. forward to having to hear about the Bengals every day, you know, for the next however many days leading up to the season. I wasn't looking forward to that. But one thing I had considered is that a lot of times when a team wins the Super Bowl, they lose a lot of players or they price themselves out of their very good players. So I was like, well, this could be like, like maybe Joe Burrow. I mean, obviously I'm 
over exaggerating, but maybe right. Joe Burrow would be the only one left on the team next year, you know, if yeah. they'd won the Super Bowl, you know, but I, I was super happy for the Rams because I lived in Detroit for 15 years. I had to watch the line. I mean, I didn't have to, but I watched the Lions just by living there. And poor Matt Stafford, you know, and, yeah. and when he left, it was like, okay, now we're going to see if it was really Matt Stafford or if it was actually the team he was on. And it turns out it was right. the team he was on. So I was super yeah. happy, you know, that the Rams won. I was too. I was too. I, I, I said all along, I was shocked at how many Steeler fans were cheering for the Bengals to win. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. They were like, keep it in the division and all this stuff. Right. And oh. I can't, I can't bring myself oh. to cheer for the enemy. I just can't. And I always root for whatever team is kind of the underdog in the Super Bowl. Do you know what I mean? Me if it's not the Steelers, I'm kind of the underdog fan. And yeah. mm-hmm. lately the underdog's always been whoever's not playing Tom Brady. So that helps. But but yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to cheer for him at all. And mm-hmm. and I don't know, I kind of got behind the whole wave of excitement with LA. Do you know what I mean? Like I felt like they they worked really hard to build this team just to win the Super Bowl. And not that everybody doesn't, but I felt like they right. went about it a little bit of a different way, you know, with their trades and all the things mm-hmm. they did to build this like Super Bowl ready team. And and I was excited for him. And I like Aaron Donald. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, I hope he doesn't uh, he I hope he doesn't retire. They said he would they said it during the Super Bowl that he said he would retire if they won. But yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, you've you've reached you've reached yeah. the the the, the quote unquote pinnacle. top of the mountain. Yeah. You've reached right. what you wanted to do. You've achieved you've achieved your goal. You got you got your uh, Super Bowl. You got your championship. But I mean, that's that's, that's a lot of money you're throwing away. Also. Yeah, and he's only thirty. I mean, he yeah, he's still play for not that old. Years, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, to your point, Allison, th- that's why I think this is actually a, a very good thing that the Bengals lost because everybody on that has anybody any player that has been on a a super bowl team their value goes up right they become a lot more desirable just because they were on a super bowl team mm-hmm. so yeah and you know this is this is what i see a lot of it's like are the bengal's going to make it back i don't know yeah. I don't know. This is a very much a fluke that the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. I agree. They should not have beat the the Chiefs. That was very much a fluke. And when you, when you look at when you look at the Chiefs and the Bills, you gotta get past those two teams, and then God knows what else happens from year to year. Heck, maybe Aaron Rodgers will come to the AFC. Maybe who knows what's who knows what's gonna happen this offseason. Mm-hmm. Look at injuries. You know what I mean? You have teams that are supposed to be really great, you know, are considered to be really great going into, you know, to the next, the new season. And then something happens, somebody gets injured early on or something changes, you know, and it's happened to the Steelers. And then that changes the whole dynamic of what happens, not only with that team, but then with that division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sort of feel like as long as they have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, obviously they need an offensive line and, and they see that, you know what I mean? Like what you, how many times did he get sacked in the Super Bowl? Like, I'm seven. Off, and and yeah, 70 times. He got sacked 70 times all season. So it's like he just the fact that I mean, just the fact that Joe Burrow, I think, survived, you know, he he didn't miss any games, you know, this year. So it's uh it's pretty impressive. I feel like maybe the 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 ACL injury maybe made him stronger. Yeah. Because like he like he's like, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna let an injury, you know, uh you know, 
do me in or whatever. So I think, yeah. I think it, you know, those things make you mentally tougher too. Right. You know what I mean? You physically train and rehab, yeah. but they also make you mentally tougher. It didn't, it didn't help Devin Bush. No, <laughs> the opposite. it also makes you mentally uh, scared that, that right. you know, yeah. your, 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 uh, your leg doesn't hold up. Um, mm-hmm. I, if they don't do something to protect Joe Burrow and I'm right. sure they will. I mean, they yeah. recognize that that's the thing, but if they don't do anything, that dude's going to get beaten to oblivion. He's going to end up like Andrew Luck and, and retire in a few years. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, you can only thing. do that for so long. Right? Yeah. I don't have much faith in the Bengals owner or their front office to do what needs to be done to, to remain a Super Bowl contender because the, mm-hmm. the, the Bengals owner is a he's just a flat out joke. The yeah. dude is just basically a penny pinching buffoon. Uh-huh. And he reminds and, me of Dan Snyder from DC. <laughs> well, Dan Snyder is just straight up evil. <laughs> Dan he Snyder, he's it's a, a different level, but but the same yeah. idea about being cheap. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's just so many. There's, there's so this this off season is going to be bonkers. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm really Dude. looking forward to the to the you know getting the popcorn ready. You know, it's gonna oh be boy. crazy all over the place. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there there's talk that Carson Wentz might be available, and so you Saw know. That. You know, all we're talking about and all we're going to be talking about for the, like the next six months is what are the Steelers going to do a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if they don't draft one, which I really hope they don't. And if they do, hopefully it's not until like the third or fourth round and it's just a flyer. But it's like it, if they don't draft one, then we get a then we we have to wait because they're probably not going to. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's going to be a long time. I wish we just knew because like the, exactly, the yeah, like, to, like just, people just tell us for months is too right, yeah, exactly. Like if it's just going to be Mason, just say it. Let right, us just yeah. complain and get it over with. If you're mm-hmm. looking to do free agency, let us know that. Who you're, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I also want to hear about it for the next several months. No, yeah, yeah. Nope. I'm already and it, and it's only it's jeez, it's not yeah, it's only February. I'm already it's tired. Only I'm tired probably, about yeah. writing about it, and that's all that people right. want to read about. That's all we want to talk about is which shocks me because there's no like concrete anything. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So there's Mm -hmm. nothing concrete to say. So everything you read is just somebody's speculation about what could happen and Mm -hmm. somebody's wish or, you know, something they don't wish. And and to me, it's exhausting. Well, the ultimate in speculation and guessing is, is mock drafts. And I've seen two mock drafts that have the Steelers. Now the Steelers are are drafting 20th in the Mm -hmm. first round. They, they have them trading all the way up till the ninth or 10th. I heard that to get either Malik Willis from Liberty or, um, um, Howell from, I think North Carolina or something. I saw that today. And I mean, so so for them to trade up, and we've we've seen them trade up. They had the trade up to get Devin Bush, and Devin Bush was a, the tenth yeah. pick a few years ago. So, and, and mm-hmm. they picked, they traded a second and a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm not that crazy about that, but no, hey, whatever. But I mean, I don't know enough about these guys. I am no 
I'm no, I'm no offensive line coach expert and I'm no draft expert either. I'm no quarterbacks, college quarterbacks expert, but you know, if that's what they like and if they go with the let's draft a quarterback route, then things are going to get really interesting because basically what you're saying is we're going to go cheap and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with going cheap. If you, if you yeah. think, if you, if you want to draft your, your, your franchise quarterback and you think that's the guy, that's the, that's the way to go to go cheap. And then you, you, you save all that money, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, you could draft, you know, the next Trevor Lawrence and frankly, none of these kids are that, you know what I mean? But what good does it do? You put him in that same terrible, terrible position like Lawrence is in where you have no O-line to protect him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no solid veteran quarterback for him to learn behind while he preps himself. So you're going to be throwing him right out there to the wolves and, and with no O-line, you know what I mean? If we don't shore up the O-line, it doesn't matter who you put quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I'm just hearing that. And, and again, we're the, we aren't the scouts. You know, we have to trust what the Steelers are, are doing is based on all those months of, you know, of, of watching and scouting and picking apart everything left and right. But it's, you know, you just have to, you know, you have to wonder, you know, from what I'm hearing is that none of these guys would go in the first round if this right. were last year's draft, if it was the draft right. a year, the past three drafts, they wouldn't be going in the first round. So it's like, no, just because we need one doesn't second. mean we should take it. And, and that's what worries me. I mean, draft value is subjective. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It only matters as much as the team is willing to, to give up to get that player. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of right. subjective. And so, you know, with these kids not being great, but then a team willing to like, you know, sell the farm to be able to get some of these kids a quarterback just because they're desperate for a quarterback doesn't mean that they're really a first round quarterback. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's so, and I don't think that's necessarily the answer. I mean, is there some other, you know, free agency situation where we could put a bandaid on it for a couple of years until there's a better round of quarterbacks coming out of, you know, better draft class. Right. Yeah. You would hope so. I mean, next year I do hear is better. Again, I'm, I'm not yeah. a big follower of college, but I knew there's some Alabama guy and some Ohio state guy who's going to be there. And you know, Sean, yeah, there's right. a couple coming next yeah, year. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, my thought is that, and, I, and I've probably said this before, we should just put in Mason Rudolph and, you know, hope for the best, but we're probably going to get maybe five or six wins. And I think that would be enough anyway to put us in a position where, we could, we could make a, a you know, we wouldn't have to trade yeah. the farm, you know, for, yeah. for a top quarterback, but I hate you know. the idea of tanking to, to draft no. somebody, but I think, I think that sometimes Mason's it's just what happens. Right. I feel well, like Mason's in there. That's what's happening. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. what we're saying. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's how about this for a scenario? Okay. So they trade up to get Malik Willis or Howell or whoever they, 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 they trade up to get, you know, these guys, you have a quarterback. You, so basically you're saying, okay, because Malik Willis, I believe is someone that is not pro ready is not, you know, ready day one to, to, to come in. Now, if they right. got a Kenny Pickett, he might be ready day one, but basically what you have is, you know, and, and, and assuming they don't get anybody else, they don't, they don't pick up any free agent quarterback or something like that. You basically have Mason Haskins and then whoever they draft. Mm-hmm. And then, so you have a scenario where Mason probably starts right. for a few games and then 
you throw in the new guy. You, yeah. you throw in the, the, the so so we're only subjected to the pain, the the, the 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 pain of Mason for just just a little bit, just a little yeah, just a little short term pain. I wouldn't even mind the like Mason is the quarterback plan if I felt like, and I know that they don't they don't tell fans this stuff. I know they don't have to tell fans this stuff. Do you know what I mean? But if you could feel like as a fan that there was some buy-in to whatever that system is, do you know what I mean? Like there's a big picture here and, you know, you're going to take this hit for just a little short period of time to get to this end result. But, you know, when everybody just says like, oh, well, you know, some people feel like Mason's the, you know, quarterback of the future. It just sounds like crazy talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like yeah. they actually want him, which I, I just can't understand. Yeah. It's hard to it's defend him. It's hard to defend Mason Rudolph. It's hard to defend for, for, for whatever reason. And we just have to trust the organization, trust the process. Right. Okay. Fine. You know. They know they know better than us. They've seen these guys, you know, every day in practice. So, mm-hmm. you know, they know. And, you know, kind of the scary thing is that they're the ones that drafted Mason. So how can we trust them to draft the next guy if they think yeah. they thought Mason was good? So drafted and kept him around. You know what I mean? We didn't right. seek to do anything different all this time with Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, we've known Mason is an effective. I feel like for a while and we still didn't, and we brought in Haskins this year, but I still didn't even feel like he got as much of a chance this season as, as Mason did. And so, you know, I don't know. It still just feels like he's the plan and they haven't tried to do anything different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the same feeling I'm getting is that for whatever reason, that's just, that's just the vibe that I'm getting is that that's what they're going to do. And because and it might even be part of it is the fact that they, they did, they invested in him so highly. Yeah. They, they, they traded some picks and moved up to get him. And, you know, now they look stupid, but they want to try and like prove some kind of point, you know what I mean? Which I don't know how they're going to do that, but. Yeah. Well, we, we, we mentioned this before, but it doesn't matter who you have a quarterback. If you don't fix the line. Now the mm-hmm. good news is they have plenty of money to fix the line. Yes. How they're going to spend it. We'll see. But I saw something today that they have the potential to have 88 million in cap space. Oh man, you could get a lot of players. Yeah. With 88 million. Lots of stuff for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's lots huge. of new, lots of new toys. Yeah, lots of toys or, or veteran uh, toys. But, <laughs> but let's but but who what should be done with the line um d- does everybody need to be replaced do we you know do, do we keep dan moore at tackle do we keep dotson at guard what do you do with kendrick green um then you have trey turner and and chooks or, or banner yeah i think i think you definitely replace them yeah. but i think you replace I think you got to rep- I think you keep Dan Moore and Dotson and mm-hmm. then you got to replace the other three positions. What do you guys think? I don't dislike Green. I just like to see him move somewhere else. I think he's not meant to be a center and so if he went down to guard or something that that might be a better spot for him. I think I said before I feel bad for the kid. He took like a a beating all year, you know, from the fans and the city and 
the defenses and everything else, you know, and playing this position that he wasn't meant to play. And, you know, I just, I, I think he'd be better somewhere else if we moved him. I think he's got some possibility. And I wish we had some idea what happened with Zach Banner, but he never came back to play. So I don't know. Did he recover from his injury? Did he not? I, th- Who knows? I think it was injury related. Yeah. But I mean, I was shocked. I mean, they said he could come back. You know what I mean? We waited for him to come back. He never did. And mm-hmm. so maybe he didn't heal properly or maybe he's just not ready. So right. yeah, yeah, I think clean house. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tomlin kept saying, well, you know, we had this cohesion. So why would we, why would, you know, banners healthy? Why would we put him in there when we have all this? Co- what? That sounds like what, what, right, yeah, cohesion. Exactly. Yeah, we had yeah. cohesion of a really lousy right. unit. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I think I yeah. think actually I do think when he was healthy, we had like maybe two weeks where where they were actually looking like because there was a point in the season where they did look like they were starting to come together and then they and then they just yeah. fell apart again. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I think the I mean I, yeah I I think Kendrick Green just got thrown just just yeah. an impossible situation. It he really, really needed for such a young a, kid too. Exactly. He he needed a year to just sit back and learn. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he barely he, he I don't even think he played center in college. And you're like throwing two games him out of the NFL. Yeah, no, yeah. You're yeah. him out in yeah. a new position. Mm-hmm. And Sephra is one of those positions that like not just anybody can play. Do you know what I mean? To me, it's very specific and mm-hmm. it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't, I know you have to do whatever you have to do in the time, you know, but it's just, right. I think now yeah. you, they just have to be honest and just say that this group didn't work out. I mean, we went out saying like when the three of us talked like week three, we were like, well, you know, if the O-line keeps coming together and gelling, they could get mm-hmm. better. You know, that's all we want to see. And right. like week 14, we're like, and if the O-line would just come together, you know what I mean? It just didn't happen. Right. So I think you just have to cut your losses and, and, and bring in some new blood. And I, I don't see the cohesion that we're, we're hurting. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. You know, it sounded like half of it played well. And mm-hmm. we just had problems on like the right side. It, it was issues everywhere. Mm. Yeah, um, I I think, oh man, I'm just give me eighty eight million dollars. I'm, I'm I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll get you, I'll get you some good players. Um, right. I I think what should happen, in, you know, ideally is just get a whole bunch of people. Just 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 get just get a whole bunch of people, and maybe you know, then just figure it out in training camp and see who's best and who works best and have depth at the, at the, at the position. So if, if there's, you know, don't rely on rookies and right. I'd love to see them do something in free agency with some sort of veteran lineman. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not talking like at the end of his lifespan veteran (laughs) lineman, you know, somebody with a few years under his belt, who's shown some leadership skills, who, who could, come in and, and help bring that group together. Cause you can't have a group of all rookies like that. You know what I mean? You need mm-hmm. somebody to help kind of lead that group. And without Ben being their quarterback, do you know what I mean? You still need a leader of your offensive line, but they need somebody that's a little more veteran who can help pull that group together. I think it would be nice to see that. Cause I think that mm-hmm. the draft is going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of options in the draft, but I think we have to have somebody more senior to help make that group gel. Yeah. And the thing that concerns me, I think, is that the Steelers don't have a whole lot of draft picks this year. I think they only have like five or six and they haven't announced the compensatory picks yet. So I'm still a little confused. 
some things I'm reading that we are getting a pick for Melvin Ingram. Some things I'm reading we're we're not. Oh. Uh, cause it was a compensatory pick and it, and right. apparently it, it all bit was based on what he did and what he didn't do. And so oh. I don't know. It's so confusing. It's nobody really knows what the formula is. Right. Yeah. I think we're getting some kind of pick for Bud Dupree, but that's that, which is good considering yeah. that if he, if he was a comp pick, he didn't play for crap last year. So, and usually mm-hmm. that's what it's based on. The comp picks are based right. on how, how well they play. How well they perform. They so yeah. So yeah. the fact that we're getting somebody for, for Bud Dupree, but I'm still, I'm still a little confused on the, and the Ingram thing, but I guess in March is when they announced the, the, you know, who gets awarded the compensatory picks. So hopefully there, you know, hopefully we get one for Ingram because could you imagine though, like not getting anything in return for, for that whole debacle? No, you know? no. What a mess. Right. What a what a whole mess that thing already was, but you definitely mm-hmm. want to at least feel like you got something out of it, even right. if you feel like you got the short end of the stick. You don't mm-hmm. want to walk away empty-handed. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you know, actually, they're pretty good. Okay. 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 Here's here's just an estimate. Okay. Mm-hmm. They definitely have the twentieth pick in the first round. Right. They have the second round pick, which is number 52. They have the third round pick, which is number 84. Those are definites. Okay. They mm-hmm. have, in theory, the compensatory pick for Bud Dupree will be a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. And the compensatory pick, or, or actually the trade for Melvin Ingram was Melvin Ingram for a six round pick. Right. So they'll get a okay. six round pick for them. And um, they'll get the... Uh, apparently they traded Avery Williamson for a seventh round pick yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, so basically they'll, they'll end up with two seventh round picks, but who cares about the seventh round anyway? So right. basically they'll be without a fifth round pick and, and that's not bad. That's not bad. I'll take a one uh, uh, for a second and third or fourth. Now who knows what they're going to do with those? Who knows, who knows they're going to trade him for a quarterback or trade him for who, who knows what? I don't know. Right. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll, We'll see. And, and, you know, if you, if you spend, you know, if they choose to spend on a free agent, like a Carson Wentz or a Mariota or a Jameis Winston, or who knows what, mm-hmm. then, you know, you gotta, that's probably going to cost another 20, 30 million. Right. And then, or maybe they'll decide to trade for like a Derek Carr or a, um, jimmy g or something like that god i hope not oh my yeah. god yeah i like how he looks like i wouldn't mind yeah. like that you know what i'm right. saying but uh, physically but not i no i couldn't see i couldn't see him in pittsburgh what a- i don't think they did a little bit well this year so i think that like he's way inflated do you know what i mean for what right. he thinks yeah, his but- value is Jimmy G is a good looking dude. Oh my God. That is really one is. handsome fella right there. Oh yeah. He really Dang, is. He is good yep. looking. I think he's too pretty for Pittsburgh. I think that's, that's part of the problem. He's not rubbing tough enough for no. us. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> we like our guys a little banged up. Yeah. One sack from, uh, once one sack from miles Garrett, he's, he's going to oh, ugly up real quick. Right. Yeah. That's right. true. That's true. That'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, really, really, Jimmy G would actually. I mean, to me, Jimmy G is is dollar store Tom Brady. He should go down to the Tampa. He might. Be interesting, interesting to see what happens with him. That would be kind of interesting. I think. 
you know, yeah. considering the whole what you know, New England makes you wonder what what Tampa is going to do, right? Because yeah. you know they basically, I'm yeah, it's, Tampa might be a mess, New Orleans might be, a mess. it's just going to be such a crazy off season. It's going mm-hmm. to be. It's going to be bonkers. A lot, of, a lot of big names retiring. A lot of big changes coming. Do you know what I mean? A lot of movement. It'll be really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. I keep seeing people talking about wanting us to take Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, for Minnesota, they're wanting to unload that giant contract he has. I mean, might as well add Jalen Hurts in there. Like, throw him in right. there. You know, everybody else too. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, I mean, anybody who's got any potential of leaving, they've got right. us taking. Yes. You Kyler, know, Murray, Kyler Murray's going to come to Pittsburgh. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. Kyler Murray, you're, you're, yeah. Yeah. We're getting <laughs> Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and, mm-hmm. and Jimmy G will be your, will right. be your, all thing. of them. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Funny thing is, not now, now, what I love about um, when they, when they evaluate draft prospects is to me is who's the comp who do you compare him to who could who can i who who is this person like and they compare malik willis they say he's jalen hurts with turbo boosters so a fast (laughs) a a, a fast jalen hurts is that a good thing though i mean jalen hurts was okay but it's like you know you need something more than struggle yeah yeah Yeah. he struggled no i Uh, I don't think he's been as good as they thought he was going to be Right. By a long shot, <laughs> they yeah. compare to- Kenny Pickett to Tony Romo. <laughs> I'd rather have Tony Romo. The college players uh, thinking this, like, I would be a little upset. Like, I don't want to be Tony. Can I be in Troy Aikman? Why do I have to be right. Tony Romo? That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, he gets he gets hit and he's gonna have a back injury. Every yeah, year. yeah. Come on now. <laughs> so Kenny Pickett's gonna be a a, a somewhat annoying announcer in ten years. Right. Cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Jim. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a, there's there's a wide receiver. Hey, I'll take Tony Romo hundred years over a uh, freaking Chris right. Collinsworth. Yeah. There's a guy. Um. There's there's a wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. He is he's he's compared to Odell Beckham Jr. on Red Bull. Nice. That's um, kind of a that's a good comparison. I would take yeah. that. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. I you know Odell Beckham. I feel bad for him because it looks like he he blew out his ACL right. or something like that. Yeah. But boy, did he show that he was not the issue in Cleveland. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. He sure did. Um, I mean, he almost the, the Rams almost lost because he got hurt. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, that um, was huge. But when he was in there, when he was when he was healthy in that in that Super Bowl, the mm-hmm. the the Rams were shredding the uh, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a huge loss. I was afraid that was really going to wind up costing him the game, and mm-hmm. it almost did. It really mm-hmm. almost did. The guts on Matthew Stafford to throw a no look pass yeah. in the fourth quarter when you're down in the super bowl for the championship throwing yeah. no look passes yeah wow dude yeah we I were talking you. about that today with the super mm-hmm. bowl mvp and like you know yeah cooper cup is great he did a great job and i'm not knocking at all i always feel like there's so many players that are deserving of that award you know what i mean you can't obviously give it to everybody but he couldn't have done what he did if, if matthew stafford hadn't been so gutsy and just throwing some of those balls out there for him to catch. It was amazing. Yeah. I think maybe if Stafford, I mean, cause he, what he had like two picks, 
I sort of feel yeah. like maybe that that weighed a lot maybe on on the decision in terms of MVP. Yeah. I know a lot of people thought that Aaron Donald should have gotten it for the for the game. He essentially, you know, at the end won the game with that. Won the game. So yeah. 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 So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't think with either one of them you could have gone wrong with Cup. Right. You could have like in wrong. an ideal world they would have made um Cooper Cup and, and Aaron Donald the the co-MVPs. Right. Because didn't they do that? What, or was that just with the season? Was oh, that yeah. the Super Bowl or was it just a season? MVP? There have been Super Bowls where there have been co-MVPs. There have been, okay. but here's MVP, th- right. That's what they should have done. Here's the yeah. thing about that, that Super Bowl MVP thing. They mm-hmm. vote for the award before the game's over. So while that was going on, th- that they were already voting. So, oh. which is really oh. dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. We didn't even know who was going to win the game. Like, right. Or who's yeah, gonna do you're basically saying like the MVP is so and so if the Bengals win and so and so if Los Angeles right. wins? I didn't realize they did that. I thought they I don't know pulled it together yeah. at the end of the yeah. game. I don't know. Um, but I mean Aaron Donald, not only did he basically shut the, the Bengals down in that last drive, yeah. mm-hmm. but he shut the 49ers drive in their last drive in the NFC right. championship game that gets them to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Yeah. I said it right before that last drive, too. I said he has wanted this so badly to be part of a Super Bowl team. Do you know what I mean? He has wanted this. And it was like, and this is his chance. Like, if he wants the Super Bowl, it's almost like in his hands. It's like destiny for him to be able to go out there and, and, and shut this down now. And, and he did. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and then, you know, it's like, what are the Rams going to be now? You know? Um, yeah, they have a lot. OBJ is of- gonna not gonna be. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch. Of, I mean, they they basically were like Super Bowl or bust this year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Von Miller's a free agent. Aaron Donald might be retiring. Yeah, I mean, they've got a yeah. They have a whole lot. You of see, Von Miller's there. wife went into labor during the Super yeah. Bowl, so he mm-hmm. left from there and went to for her to the hospital for the baby. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, what a cool thing to have happen, like all on one night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. I'm telling you. I'd name that baby Super Bowl or something like that. Either right, Super right, or yeah, Bowl right. or Lombardi. Lombardi. Baby Lombardi. Lombardi. Baby Lombardi. Yeah. Especially if it's a girl. Like if it if it was a girl, that'd be funny. Lombardi. What's her name? Yeah. Lombardi. That's it's unique. Lombardi. Yeah. Especially if it was super or bowl. If you named your kid, what's your kid's name? <laughs> bowl. I named her bowl. Bowl. Or super bowl first Miller. name, bowl, middle name. Yes. Hyphenated super bowl. Yeah, yeah, middle name. Yeah, middle name. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but gosh, I just wish they would do something about the officiating. My goodness. Yeah, they didn't call anything all game. And then they, in the last minute, it was like yeah. five different flags and some of them were stupid. And yeah. It, it was obvious that they basically were like, oh my God, we gave, we gave a touchdown to the Bengals because yeah. that dude took the face mask and threw the guy, you know, aside yeah. and they got a touchdown from him. And that, that could have been the game winning touchdown. So they're like, Oh mm-hmm. crap, we gotta, we gotta make up for this by gotta make giving, up for that. Give, yeah. Giving the Rams a bunch of calls. Like instead of doing makeups, just, just get it right the first time. Right. Right. And I don't understand like when, when they see something like that and, and, you know, you hear the fans, like the people go so crazy. Like when, right. you know, they see what happened and there's no call. Why don't you just stop and just look, just get it right. Like it's done hard. Mm-hmm. Just get it right for the first mm-hmm. time. And then you don't have to worry about being fair. Yeah. And they do it when they throw flags. So you would right. think that they would be able to figure out how, a way to do it when they don't. 
You know, I, right. I know it would probably be more difficult because, okay, you're picking up a flag that you threw. You can't just, yeah. And sometimes they are delayed, but still, yeah, it's like, these are big moments, man. This is the but Super You're right. Bowl, they do it all right? the time. They throw a flag and you're waiting mm-hmm. for the penalty and they come back right. and they're like, there was no foul on the right. play. So why yeah. can't you say, you know, we're going right. to pause for, and I'm not talking about, I know that people worry that it would like make the game too long and too cumbersome. Right. But to mm-hmm. me, it, if you're the fan of a team, as the Steelers fans, it's happened to us. I feel like where there's been some sort of call missed or given that changes the game dynamic so much, you wonder if it if it cost you the game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You feel right. like there's the potential that it cost you the game. And, and, you know, that would have been, if the Bengals had won, that would have been all they talked about was that, yep. that you know, that bad call and the impact that that call had. And and it just mm-hmm. shouldn't be decided on play call. These guys work so hard to get there right. and, and, you know, perform right. their best. And, and they deserve to have the game be called fairly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just ridiculous that you have a play. Let's say that that, that Bengals touchdown. And it's obvious. You, you immediately see that the guy committed right. a horrible foul. Mm-hmm. Just, just right there. Just right there. There should be like a ref in the booth or something that says, stop, stop, stop. You guys screwed right. it up. Fix it. And I'm right. not saying spend 10 minutes on each each replay or something like that. I'm saying it's instant. It's instant. Right. Get, you know, fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, come I mean, on. The booth is a great idea because, you know, the coaches, everybody else who saw it. Do you know what I mean? So why not have somebody up there that can, not like you said, not for every little bit, but like the egregious ones, have somebody up there that can catch those and and. And, and, and you're right. Just say, like, we need to stop and review that. Put Bentley in there. That'll solve ben- everything. Bentley, solve Bentley is the eye in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the people at home should not have better access to the technology than the, the right. officials. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the yep. point. Well said. Yep. That's the point. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just, I know as a fan, if I, if I'd been, you know, if that was my team and I felt like we potentially lost the game or, you know, the game because, you know, it was decided because of something like that. I mean, that's just it almost just frustrating. Was. And then they come back afterwards and they're like, oh, yeah, we screwed that up. You know, sorry. Right. You yeah. Know, like, what does that do? Sorry you lost the Super Bowl because of us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There used to be they used to send letters. And they used to, like the Steelers used to get screwed all the time. And they oh, sent a letter. It's like, hey, we screwed that up. We're sorry. Like, what is a letter going to do? Right. What does yeah. that do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we will, we will continue to analyze position coaches and, and uh, quarterbacks. Overanalyze. So over, over, <laughs> ridiculously overanalyze. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that someone's like, you should have outside hires. Steelers make an outside hire, but not him. No, that's yeah, not what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah. That's not who I meant. I really, yeah. I really kind of hope, what is his name? Pat Meyer or something. I really hope that he ends up showing everybody else, you know, hey, man. I hope so, too. I, can I do really this. do. I hope so, too. Right. I'll tell you what, Pat Meyer will be a lot smarter if he gets a lot better uh, offensive line. <laughs> right. Be, oh, yeah, no doubt. Right. He'll become a I genius. Definitely if, help his football <laughs> IQ. 
if if he's running out there with JC Hassenhauer, he's he's not gonna look all of a sudden not look so yeah. not that Hassenhauer is bad, good backup, right? But still, if, if he's your starting guy, there, you're this is the bad. first time I've noticed a Brady jersey hanging there. Has it always been there? I was gonna it's, ask this is about recent. that, and then well, I was what, gonna why? burn down Joey's house, right. <laughs> No, no, it's 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 because of my dad. Ruined your feng shui. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 because of my dad. He uh, he passed away recently, and he took with the he took to the grave why he loved Tom Brady so much. I have no idea why. It's the biggest oh. mystery. Why did he, he love Tom Brady? Fan? Oh, he hated the Steelers. Oh, <laughs> he did not like team. the Steelers. His 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 three favorite football players of all time were Dan Marino, Joe Montana, which I get because they're Western Pennsylvania okay. guys. OK, yeah. Dan Marino, Joe Montana, Tom Brady. So he he likes his, you know, good all time quarterbacks. But yeah. why? I mean, loved was a huge Patriots fan and then became a huge Tampa Bay fan. I, wow. I, I do wow. not know why. But it's, it's, a, huh. it's a little tribute to him. Right. Well, that's nice then. All right, that I take it back. Nice. Yes, I won't. I won't bring it out of our line of sight. Right. Yeah. It does. It does. It's a little out of place with all the black and gold. But still. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, nice it's, though it's, for it's your dad. No. All right, guys. Oh. Well, talking a little bit. Talking a few weeks. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, Sounds good. Good we'll, times. We'll, we'll we will then. continue this lovely off-season talk. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Right. Thanks, right. Joey. Bye. See everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.